0: Just start easy, like think about the first thing that you can do to achieve your goal and then do it because everything is possible.
1: That's Jessica Bicego, the head of performance marketing at Blinkist, the platform for bite-sized insights in audio or text. Jessica is originally from Italy and has a background in computer science as well as a passion for marketing. She then wanted to accelerate her career and moved to Berlin to
2: join Kayak as a programmatic marketing manager. Over the last few years, Jessica has been building a performance marketing team at Blinkist, an app that enables busy people to listen or read bite-sized insights from books and more. Blinkist was recently featured as one of the top apps of 2017 by Apple, and with over 4 million users and 15 million in funding, Blinkist is looking to double its growth in 2018.
1: This is Hack to Start, a podcast that focuses on amazing people. With an interesting story or perspective to share and their insights on how they got to the level of success they have today
2: i'm franco variano and i'm tyler copeland and today we're speaking with jessica Pichago, the head of performance marketing at Blinkist, a mobile app that makes learning easy for busy people by providing insights in audio or text format jessica joins us
1: to share her story how she got into startups how she's built a career as a performance marketer what it's been like working at both kayak and now Blinkist, what it's been like building a team, and much more. So let's get started.
2: Hey Jessica, thanks so much for being on the show today.
0: Thank you so much for inviting me, I'm super excited to be here.
2: Yeah, Franco and I are extremely excited to have you on to learn more about your experience in marketing and startups. But before we get into what you're currently up to today, can you tell us a bit more about yourself, where you from, and what did you study?
0: Of course. So I guess you can hear it from the accent, but I'm Italian, and I come from a tiny little village in the middle of nowhere, in the north of Italy. I started, I mean, I went to high school and then um, I moved to Padua and I started computer science. I worked in Italy for a couple of years and currently I live in Berlin. Actually, I've just been back to Berlin after two weeks in Italy and I already miss home, but yeah, it's okay.
2: That's awesome. So where did your passion for marketing and startups come from?
0: I've been passionate about communication and marketing my entire life, I would say. But I think I discovered marketing only when I started to work. So at the university, I had a bunch of passion. I was playing in a band. I had actually a radio program about music, um, movies and, and books. And I was always looking for a way to advertise myself or the band or the program. And so that's where I started to experiment a little bit. Of course, the first experiments, they were a disaster, an extreme disaster but that's where I started to learn and I realized that I really loved the topic and then yeah I started mathematics and then I actually switched to computer science so probably far away from marketing and communication but I ended up here in any case and I think actually it was also a good choice because you know having a technical background while being a marketeer is really great for me.
2: That's such a great story and background so how did you get started in your career and what were some of your experiences like at your first few jobs?
0: Yeah, so... Let me think about it. It's a long story. So as I say, I started to study mathematics. I moved to Padua, so out of my parents' house, and I started to do a bunch of different jobs. Babysitter, I was tutoring other students. I was a waitress and like really, really a lot of stuff. And then I switched to computer science. And while I was still studying and working, because I was living by myself, I felt like, okay, maybe I should start working somewhere just to get some experience. And I started to work in this digital agency in Padua. They were mainly developing e-commerce for for different companies and they have this side project. is is really fun because it was e e-commerce for sex toys and they didn't have the time actually to take care of this project and so they told me you know what you have to do an internship why don't you come here you take care of this entire project you do everything from marketing to coding customer support everything you learn as much as you can and then we see if we could if you can fit in the company and so i started there and i mean it was crazy imagine telling your italian grandma you're selling sex toys for a company it was really crazy but i learned so much and i was doing so many stuff so i started by being a developer in ruby on rails and i did also my my thesis there and then after that i was taking care of marketing I was doing PR, I was doing events. I was really doing everything. And that's the moment where I discovered that I was really in love with marketing, but I had no experience at all. So what I did, I started to look for workshops in Italy. There were a bunch of them, but they were super expensive. And there was one in Milan that was really interesting. It was about social media marketing for luxury products. And I really wanted to do that. And so there was a contest to get one free spot. I did the contest and I talked about why I wanted to join that. And actually I got the spot and I started to study myself and after that I did some courses online and also offline and I started to work with this agency with other clients as well I was a project manager I was actually talking with the engineers but I was also taking care of marketing and then eventually I moved to another company in Italy it was more about a creative agency I was taking care about advertisement social media planning and so on yeah that's how it all started
1: That's amazing. What a really cool story and love the initiative to go out and, you know, learn about marketing. Thank you. (laughs) So after some of those first few roles in 2014, you joined Kayak as a programmatic marketing manager in Berlin. Can you tell us a little bit more about what Kayak is all about and how you created the opportunity to join the team there?
0: Sure. So Kayak is a travel company. is a meta-search engine that searches hundreds of websites to give you the best prices for hotels, flights, and cars. It's a pretty big company. is a US company, an old company, I would say, with offices all around the world. And how I ended up there? So I was in Italy, but I wanted to do an experience abroad, mainly because, as I said, I have a technical background, but I was working in marketing. And the feeling that I had is that in Italy I was not really leveraging my my technical background, and I wanted to learn more about data and coding and how I could actually use this in my job as a marketeer. And I felt like, okay, I need to go outside of Italy. um with my husband, we really decided to move, but he moved before me, six months before. At that time, I was working in Italy. I loved my job, so I didn't want to move without another job that was like as exciting as the one that I had before. And so I started to send my CVs, and everyone told me like you will never be able to find a job when you're still in italy but i mean i was in berlin almost every month and so every time that i applied i was always telling hey i can actually be there i can pass by you can see me in person And I think that was the right strategy because I got a couple of offers. One of them was from Kayak. And I think it was really interesting for them to see that I had experience in marketing, like already three or four years experience because I was also a consultant in Italy. But also having this like technical background was like, wow, was the next level. So yeah, that's how I ended up in Kayak.
1: That's really cool. So what was that job all about? What was the difference or what is the difference between a regular marketing manager and what you were doing given your background in data and development?
0: So they were looking for someone with experience with different digital channels, let's say, and also like an interest in data and coding. And so when I started there, The first thing that i did was to develop dashboard in python actually i learned python because i didn't study that at school but i also started to use some libraries like panda to do data analysis and that's how it all started so at the beginning that was my main job but after that i started to do campaign management so i was actually managing adwords for example for uk and for italy and then I started to build entire social media advertising system on Facebook and having this experience with the data that I did for the first six months was really, really helpful for me because I could, you know, like do everything by myself, get the data by myself, developing dashboard, prepare everything. So it was really, really a plus for me. The difference between a regular digital marketing manager, I would say, is in the fact that we were using a lot of technologies. So we were trying to really automate everything and to build a tech company and a tech department. So that's why everyone in the team was accessing data, trying to leverage the data to make better decisions, and every day think about new way to make our job easier with code, with data, with everything that we had.
1: Wow, that sounds very exciting. And so what were some of the biggest challenges of the role? I mean, you mentioned that you were able to do a lot on your own. So what were some of the biggest lessons that you took from that experience?
0: I mean, the main challenge for me it was really to learn everything because yes, I started that, but it was still new. You know, I was studying Python. Plus I was surrounded by these all amazing people and engineers that were really open and really helpful. But at the same time, I felt that I had so much to learn. And so for me, I would say the biggest lesson was to never give up. Like to be honest, at the beginning it was really, really tough because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to get all this knowledge by myself. And so I reached out to a lot of friends uh, developers or that scientist and ask them hey can you help me and I spend hours and hours studying by myself because I really wanted to reach that point where I felt comfortable so yeah I would say the first lesson never give up and then also I think the main source of learning is always other people your colleagues. And so I really try to learn as much as possible for everyone in the company, from developers, from other marketeers, from everyone. And I think this is something that I'm also doing right now. So I try to go out there as more as I can, talk with a lot of people, talk with a lot of companies like you are doing, actually. It's so helpful to just see what other people are doing and what you can learn from them. And I would say the last lesson is the power of data. So as I say, when I joined the company, I knew that I wanted to, for example, build this Facebook ads infrastructure, but I didn't know how to do it. And so rather than go there and just do that, I decided to take a step back and learn about all the data infrastructure. And I learned how to use data to make a case for myself. So yeah, I think these are the three lessons that I
1: learned there. Just expanding on that last point really quickly, since you mentioned learning how to use data to make a business case for yourself and why the roles should exist, what advice would you give to others who are just getting started or might have a similar background to yourself and be in a similar situation? What words of advice or process would you suggest to help them do the same?
0: It's not easy. (laughs) So first of all, you need to learn how to manipulate data. So what I would do, I would start with a basic class on Statistic and data science. That's the first thing. Learn a little bit about that. And I also did a lot of classes online on uh, Udemy or Coursera. That's the first step. And then try, I mean, if you're not a developer, if you not have a technical background, I would say trying to learn from people that know more than you. So go to the BI team, go to the marketing analyst and try to ask them questions. Try to get access to data by yourself. Because the problem is that if you have the data, if you just have, you know, like a table, but you don't know where it's coming from, you don't know how to get these data and you always depend on someone else so trying to go deeper never stop and i would say also last thing it's not easy so it's okay if you don't get everything at the beginning but just keep pushing and, and keep starting and keep learning
2: so if we fast forward to today you're the head of performance marketing at blinkus can you tell us what blinkus is all about and how you created the opportunity to join the team there
0: so I worked in kayak for almost two years and it was great. I learned so many stuff. Finally felt that I was leveraging my my technical background. But then I got bored really easily and I really wanted to go back to the startup environment because I just think that startups are great. Like they move much faster. So if you want to, you know, try something or experiment, you can just do it. And especially in a small startup with like 20, 30 people, it's just great. And, and you learn a lot. And I also wanted to go back leading a team like like I was doing actually in Italy. And so, yeah, after almost two years, I decided to look for a new challenge and I wanted something that was close to my heart, let's say. And I think like, I mean, you heard me, um, knowledge, learning is something that is really, really important for me. And while I was spending time on Facebook, I actually came across a Facebook ad from Blinkist. I checked out the website and I felt like, wow, that's that's great. This is the kind of product I want to work for. And I discovered that they had a, an opening for a head of performance marketing and I applied and here I am after two years. So that was great.
2: That's so amazing. So for those who don't know what Blinkist is, what's it all about?
0: So Blinkist transforms the the key insights from the best no-fiction books into a format that you can read or listen to in 15 minutes. We are a mobile app, so you can actually access everything through your mobile phone. We also have a website, of course. And the idea is to inspire people to keep learning because, you know, people are overwhelmed by information. There are so many books, so many websites, so many stuff that you need to read. And sometimes it's just hard to find the time. And the idea is that Blinkist can give you the key insights of everything so that you can, for example, be up to date on everything that is happening in the world, or you also evaluate which books you you want to, to read. So you can get like an appetizer of the book before buying the book.
2: That's really cool. So what are some of the projects you've been a part of over the last two years?
0: When I joined Blinkist, I was the performance marketing team. So it was just me. And they were looking for someone that could really take performance marketing to the next level. There was someone else taking care of that before, but this person moved to another team. And so what they asked me is like, okay, just build a team. And so I would say that one of the the perfect project that I that I dealt with was to build this key casting that I have right now. We are five people taking care of all the user acquisition. Something else that has been really really interesting for me is that when I joined Blinkist, we were mainly doing Facebook advertising for user acquisition. That was the only channel, and you know it's not healthy to just have one channel because first of all, you depend a lot on that channel, so seasonality, but also you are not able to reach all the potential users that are interested in you. And so I think one cool project for me has been to really extend to other marketing channels. And usually how it worked, I was trying the new channels, see if they made sense, if I was able to scale them. And after I tested them and experimented a lot, hiring someone that could take care of the channel. And that's why now we are five people. So that has been great as well. Another interesting project has been the data structure. Because when I when I joined, we used to have you know Excel documents, a lot of Excel documents everywhere. And my idea was to automate everything to make the job of the marketing managers much easier. So they, they could actually open you know like a website every day and just have all the data that they needed in one place. And so the first project for me was to get all the data in-house from the different marketing providers or from Facebook, from AdWords, from everything else, and also to manipulate the data and visualize the data to, with, with charts that actually the marketing manager can build itself. And maybe the most recent one, actually I'm still working on that, is the automation part. So we are trying to automate as much as possible. I already told you I'm passionate about this topic. So we are trying, for example, to automate budget and campaign management for Facebook and also trying to automate the bidding for other paid content acquisition campaigns as well. That's really, really exciting.
2: That sounds very exciting. And obviously it's going really, really well. And so on that note, Blinkist was just named one of the top apps of 2017 by Apple. What are some of the biggest challenges of building a new type of mobile experience and gaining exposure to get to this level?
0: The biggest challenge is that we created a product that didn't exist before, like a B2C product that didn't exist before. And so how do you actually advertise something that people don't even know that exists That is really, really hard. For example, you cannot really use high-intent channels like AdWords because on AdWords, people are looking for something and you give them the answer. So they are looking for, I don't know, losing weight and that's how they find you. But when it comes to Blinkist, people are not looking for us because they don't even know that we exist. What they are looking for is the knowledge is the key key insights, for example, that we have in our mobile app. And so we had to build a completely different type of marketing to be able to attract users and to explain a product that, in my opinion, is not so easy to explain. And also to be able to explain that you have to pay for this product as well. So you can actually try the app for free and you will have one book a day for free. But if you want to actually have the full experience and have access to all the book in audio and text, you need to pay a yearly subscription. So that was also like pretty, pretty tough. In general, the feeling that I have, I mean, I'm also into the fitness industry. And, and what I see out there is that is fitness is sexy. Like Look at the advertising. It's, it's amazing. You just show someone, I don't know, running, for example, or if you talk about yoga, you show someone with your hot yoga pants. How can you make reading and getting knowledge sexy? It's not so easy. So yeah, this was my, my biggest challenge of all.
2: So reflecting back over the last year or so, what were some of the most successful tactics, channels, or campaigns in terms of growth and user acquisition at Blinkist?
0: I think there were a couple of campaigns. I think one of the biggest campaigns probably was, I think it was one year and a half ago when we did a huge rebranding project. It was my first year at Blinkist and it was a project that touched all the part of the company, like from the product to brand to marketing. And we redefined completely our user persona, but also our identity, logo, and everything. And we released everything in one day. It's been a huge project because everyone was involved, but really, it had really great results because we had a completely new look and feel that most of the people loved. And because we really, I think with a new identity, we really describe what Blink is. So it's much easier even to understand what the product is. And the experience, the UI UX experience in the mobile app, it's simply amazing. So that was great. And I think just the collaboration between product and marketing has been the key for the success. Some other projects that actually brought us a lot of user is when we tapped into content marketing. So I say that before, we are a special product and we have a lot of content to talk about. So we thought like, okay, why don't we use fake content? to acquire new user by using the content that we have inside our mobile app. And so this is like a different kind of user acquisition campaign because you send people, rather than directly to the app store, for example, you send people to an article on your magazine where you explain our content and what we can do for you. And we started to experiment one year and a half ago on paid content. It took a while because there's a lot of stuff involved for example you need to have the perfect landing page you need to understand how to convert the user and everything but when we realized how to make it happen we were able to really extend our marketing budget and the user acquisition we had a second big channel and we got a lot of install and downloads yeah i would say like these are the two that came to my mind
2: that's amazing yeah i remember the launch of the new brand and identity for blinkist i really enjoyed the whole mobile experience
0: uh, I'm really glad to hear. And actually, I think a lesson that we learned recently about that is that you know, we did a big research. We interviewed a lot of users, trying to understand who are we talking to, who is interesting in us. And that's how we came up with a different product and a different identity. And what we're currently doing together with the brand marketing team is that we are trying to refresh this every month or, let's say, every quarter. And we just did a kind of a rebranding project where we try to understand if we have new kind of persona, we interviewed our users. And I think it's so useful sometimes to just like, you know, stop, talk with the people and understand what they want, what they like about your product, what they dislike about your product. It's so important. And it's something that you cannot do just once and then forget about it. You need to do it over and over again.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So what's next both for yourself and Blinkist in 2018? So
0: we recently reached 4 million users and the idea is to double for 2018, both in user and revenue. So it's going to be pretty tough, but it's going to be, it's going to be challenging. It's exciting. I'm super excited about it. And I think one of the most important thing is that we want to be a mass media product. So we want to appeal to everyone because to be honest, Everyone is interested in learning and everyone is busy. So we will need to tap into new marketing channels, for example, TV, and learn how to be sexy for everyone and not just for like a specific user persona, for example. So this is going to be challenging and exciting at the same time. And then I think, especially if we add new offline channels, the attribution topic is going to be a huge topic for us. So, you know, at the moment we have two, three, four marketing channels what happens when you put other let's say five marketing channels in the mix we need to think about a different attribution model you need to think about a multi-touch attribution and uh, yeah this is something that i started to think about i don't have a clear answers um, at the moment i'm talking with every mobile marketeers out there to understand how other peoples are doing and yeah it's really exciting
1: sounds really exciting so i'm looking forward to seeing all of the cool things and, and growth that's coming your way in 2018
0: yes yeah, so let's hope for that.
1: So you've written about how you've recently started speaking at conferences and wished you'd had done it sooner. So what advice would you have to give to other entrepreneurs who are thinking about doing the same?
0: I would say that the main advice is the title of my article. So get out of your comfort zone. You will never feel comfortable because, I don't know, you will always think, oh my God, am I going to be able to say something interesting? Do I have something to say? Am I able to talk in public? And I mean, if you think about all of these issues, you will never be able to go out there. So my, my main recommendation is just do it. And the best way to start is building a network. For me, for example, when I moved here from, from Italy, it was pretty tough because I didn't know anyone here. And also, I mean, English is not my native language, so I'm much more comfortable talking Italian. But I decided one year and a half ago that I just wanted to be out there because, I mean, I have interesting stuff to say and I wanted to get in touch with a lot of different experts in marketing. So I started to attend different meetups, conferences, get to know people, building relationships, exchanging tips and tricks. And I just did it. And to be honest, in one year, I've achieved so much. I've learned so much. I made tons of friends. It's been really great. So yeah, my main recommendation is like, don't be scared. Just go out there. Just do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's some really good advice. And so thinking more about that, and of course, creating a career like you've done in performance marketing, are there any specific resources, apps, books, videos, blog posts that you would recommend to others?
0: I would say that my main resource is my network. So what I tend to do when I don't know know something is like, Ask around. So there are a couple of actually resources online that I use. The mobile growth stack, for example, from Andy, from Feature, is one of them. I try to follow them whenever they write something. We also have a mobile marketing expert group on Facebook, mainly with people in Berlin, but also from with mobile marketeers from all around the world, where we share news questions and we're trying to support each other i also have a bunch of website or mailing lists that i follow i don't remember them all at the moment and regarding books to be honest really depends of course i use blinkist and i read i try to read a lot of books about analytics and data i would say one of my favorite book is lean analytics and i'm currently reading an interesting book called how not to be wrong it's about statistic a b testing and so on i'm a huge fan of that yeah that's it
1: That's awesome. There's a bunch of great resources in there and we'll make sure that we link to them so other people can check them out. So just as a way to end the episode, do you have any final thoughts or words of advice to leave us with?
0: I think the main piece of advice is that everything is possible. And so when you think about the challenges, for example, for me, when I was in Italy, when I was thinking about moving to Berlin or leading a performance marketing team, it was impossible for me because I just didn't do that before. And it was scary, scary as fuck. But just try to do that think about how you can do it do it your way because no one else has a secret sauce for that just need to learn and it will be easy at the end and if i think about that now you know i'm like okay why didn't i do that before so my recommendation for everyone is like don't think about the problem just start easy like think about the first thing that you can do to achieve your goal and then do it because everything is possible
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice. And I couldn't think of a better way to end the episode. Jessica, thanks so much for being on the show today.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: If you've enjoyed this podcast, we'd love to hear about it and have you share with friends. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at HackToStart or drop us an email at hacktostart.com. You can also subscribe to avoid missing any future episodes by finding Hack to Start on Apple Podcasts, Breaker Audio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening.